When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at TeachHoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, from the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 588. Happy Tuesday. Um, Like I said yesterday, I hope everyone's staying healthy and and home. Um, Today, we're going to uh, start a three-part interview that I just think you're going to love. It's you know, it's one of my favorite interviews. It's, it was literally in our first hundred. So I'm replaying it because I think it's that good. Um, if you know of anyone that you think should be that, that I should interview, let me know. Steve at teachhoops.com. I'd love to have them on. Um, or if you somebody that has a story, we'd love to do that. Uh, so that's the first thing. Second thing is make sure you go over and check out our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine. It is that they're they're innovative. That's what I can tell you. They, you know, where else can you use your iPad to run the machine? Um, it, it's the first. It's the first shooting machine specifically designed. They have the home one that was specifically designed for your driveway, your backyard, those kind of things. So go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you three hundred fifty dollars off. Also, go over and check out TeachHoops.com for coaches who want to get better. We're putting new courses up. Like I said yesterday, we're putting up a new course about how to deal with this, you know, workouts, we're going to be putting workouts, we're going to be putting things, how to track it, we're going to be putting how to do strength and conditioning and mobility and all those things that you can share with your players um, that will just make it easier for them to become better basketball players. So um, let me know how I can help. um, And uh, we would love if you join. We'd love you to join. All right. So uh, let's head off to the podcast. I'm super excited for this week. We're talking to Rick Torbert. He is the creator of Read and React Offense. Um, this this is the longest in the in the history of Coach Unplugged, the longest uh, podcast that we have done. It was almost two hours. So we are going to break it up into three separate sections. So we're going to have three podcasts this week. It will be one each day. 
Um, I'm not going to throw it all at you. I think it kind of breaking it up into pieces make it easier for people to go um, go back and figure out what everything is. So if you're liking these things, please subscribe and like. Um, go down and leave a review. We would really appreciate that. All right, here's Rick. I got I got Coach Torbert here. So I'm super excited about this. Um, from a couple standpoints, selfishly, I started running Read and React about three years ago. So I have, I'm looking at my list. I think I have like six specific questions about Read and React, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, okay. All right, so coach, I'm gonna have you kind of introduce yourself, kind of talk about your basketball journey and kind of what got us to the point where we're sitting here talking today. <clears throat> my basketball journey <laughs> began, uh, let's see, I'll make this short and sweet. Uh, all right. There's, there's not a lot there. Oh, there's uh, a lot. <laughs> well, I uh, probably the pivotal point in my life was I was six, six foot one as an eighth grader. Everybody thought I was going to be some big center, you know. Right. Yep. Uh, I think I grew one more inch or another inch and a half, and uh, and I, I found out <clears throat> uh, there were plenty of people that could play inside better than me. So. Uh, between my freshman and sophomore year, uh, I spent the whole summer just dedicated to shooting on, and that kind of changed the course of my life. I wound up being a, a pretty good shooter, good enough to go on and play at the next level. You know, NAI played at uh, Cleveland State Junior College, and I played at Bryan College. But there's but, a very valuable lesson there, especially for the youth coaches, I think, in the yeah. sense that I believe everyone should be a guard until they're about 14 or 15. <laughs> um, Cause well, absolutely. don't you, I mean, we, we can get into the position of this thing, but I, it's like, I, we, everybody that's listening to this, I bet can, can think about that kid that grew in elementary school and was the tallest kid on the playground and then just stopped. We all can probably name like two or three of those kind of kids. And Steve, that is why I include that in the story is, right. uh, I mean, it, it hindered me, uh, uh, the way I, I was pigeonholed early on to elementary and junior high even as a freshman in high school, um, it, it's hard to overcome that even if you're dedicated from there on. Uh, because in college, I'm, I'm a two guard and sometimes right. I'm, I'm a point. Uh, right, right. You're seriously. You're seriously hindered. And it's like, I've, I've coached guys that have played in the NBA. I've coached bigs. And it's like, yes, I'm, I, you know, I, I just keep telling them, I, I, you might have to rebound more than you're going to rebound at the next level, but it will help. You know, we, if everyone right. can handle the ball, no one can press those kind of things. But right. um, so then go, go ahead. So then I see you got into coaching. Yeah, I, I stepped right out of college into a head uh, high school boys job in the public schools in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Chattanooga Central and Little Wall High School. And, yep. and then uh, I took a job in Atlanta uh, at a private school small private school and then uh, after a few years there I went to Holy Innocence Episcopal School because they were starting a um, a school from scratch a high school from oh, scratch. Oh really? Yeah they were kindergarten through eight and I, I kind of thought oh that'd be cool to start you know from right. the beginning and uh, hey if it uh, I can't blame anybody but myself you know. Right right yeah <laughs> you know it's coming yes. Yep. So I was there for uh, my last 11 years. And, and when I say that uh, there's not much there, what I mean is I think uh, 
Look, I mean, I had good years and I've had bad. I've had uh, never won a state championship, but made it to the Final Four a couple of times. And quite From a few somebody times. that's won it, it's lightning in a bottle. I'm, I'm convinced. It's like, it's like the kid that catches the firefly. Because yeah. my best team didn't win it. <laughs> um, my best team had three Mr. Basketballs from Wisconsin, and we didn't win it that year, and then we won oh, it the next that. year. It, wow. uh, yes, I'm just not the best coaches, not the best team. It's about those two or three weeks where you just catch lightning. It's Hoosiers kind of thing. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're exactly right. And uh, um, and I've had I've been on the the losing end. You know, I've been right. on those. Where my worst season was a four and twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> that'll make you question. <laughs> that, that, you, 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 you become very humble at that point. Yeah, on you, man. And I coached my honey off, and I tell you. I thought I should have got coach of the year because we, we shouldn't have won those four. Right. Oh, I tell people my best record, we were 12 and 10. My best coaching season in 30 years of coaching, we were 12 and 10 because we had no right being winning 12 games. We had zero, you know. So that's why I tell coaches. It's not – and I've told people this before. I think the problem with our profession is it's it, you're judged on – quantitative values because i see your math teacher you're 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 judged on quantitative values not qualitative values and and as a coach to be honest with you i coach and teach because it's the qualitative things it's not the i want to win as much as anybody trust me but um it's it's teaching young men or young women to be you know become better people and life lessons and all that kind of stuff and that and that is the problem with with coaching is that you've got uh, you're judging success qualitatively. People that might be controlling your your job, right, uh, and your livelihood are judging it quantitatively. Right. They don't. There's a lot of things they don't take into factors. Because I tell you, when I say uh, I made it to the final four, that's hilarious. Because I've right. never made a shot. I never defended. Right. <laughs> yeah, we have yes, to have right. really good players. And I yeah. remember the first trip to the Final Four, the, the night we, we uh, won a lead eight to go to the Final Four. You know, you, you get all the back slapping and all that, right? right? Yeah. And one guy, friend of mine, uh, just kind of as he's passing by, he says, and, and now – you're a genius. Yeah, you, you know everything. You know everything. Right. Yes. Uh, it, it's tongue in cheek because, man, yeah. Okay, so, so, all right. So then, so, so, are you, you're still coaching there right now? No. Okay. No. Uh, so, uh, there was a two or three year overlap in the early 2000s where a uh, former assistant of mine wanted to start an internet company, sell DVDs, and. Right. And uh, I told him I would help help him if I, if you ever needed it. So he asked me for right. And he said, <laughs> I want you to do the basketball instructions. And I said, man, you're going to get like three sales. You know, my mom, my dad, my sister. Right. <laughs> you know, who am I? You know, right. and he said, well, you know, I was, he'd been with me for a while. And he said, you know, I've seen you teach. He said, if I can get people to view the material, I think you're, um, ability to break it down and bring them back so uh hey why not right so i gave it a shot we started with shooting ball handling you know post play one-on-one just player development stuff right and this is in the excuse me this is in the early 2000s then we got a few guests on our our dvds back then it was all dvds right Um, yeah (laughs) well (laughs) i tell i was talking to brendan yesterday it was hilarious because it's like him and i were laughing about i remember when i had two vhs tapes and two recorders and play record play record you know to to, to break tape down it's like these guys don't know how good i mean now it goes up to crossover or huddle and breaks it down it's like 
I'm still surprised I'm married, to be honest with you. All the time I spent breaking tape. It was so time intensive. It was unreal. Yeah. And, and in one of my stories talking about uh, one of the one year, I think it was 96, I decided, hey, I'm going back and I'm statting all of my games myself. I wanted to see where all our, our, our points were coming from, try to categorize everything. Didn't want to depend on stats that, you know, some. Right. Yep. Bleachers, you know, yep. kept missed while he was eating popcorn. So, <laughs> so uh, I don't think they appreciate what it took to go back and take a DVD. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, VHS. Right. That time, VHS, you know, fast right. forward, rewind, pause, write down, you know. Right. And there's more than what they don't understand is there's more than one thing going on when you're watching on a thing. It's like there's a rebound, there's an assist, there's a turnover, there's a, it's like you're, you, yeah. <laughs> there's no ipad to hit a button and just oh, right um, right yeah oh something like a huddle or crossover that would have just been oh yeah awesome. i told i tell people it saved my life it saved my marriage saved my life <laughs> marriage. Not in the basement i'm not in the basement anymore breaking film down okay so um so you started that we'll get to the read react thing at the end because i got like i said i do have a lot of questions oh, okay. but um so then that's obviously oh. went from dvds to yeah, well, we started, like I say, player development stuff. That That's what I cut my teeth on. My first one was on shooting, naturally. Right. right? And most of this, most of this, Steve, came from, oh, well, yeah, I, I had coaching insights and that type of thing. But right. while I was coaching, uh, and that's where if you're going to make a business out of that, you've got to actually, you, you can't just, you might start doing it off of the cuff. But right. eventually you got to. What's the word? Codify? You've uh, got to you quantify know. it. And it's time yeah. for money, too. It's like, you, yes. yeah, it's time yeah. for money, too. Yeah. And if you, you, you're you not going to be able to book all that time if you don't have, you know, your lesson plans right. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to go, like, step by step. You know, I had to start writing things down and, hey, what works, what doesn't, and developing a player. And that's what I was putting on the DVD. And we happened to get, uh, start getting a few NBA and WNBA guests on the DVDs, you know? Okay. Mike Bibby was the first one. I do. I remember that one. I do remember yeah, that one. Yeah. And then we got, you know, you lots some of little, you, Didn't you have some young kid, too, I think? Oh, that was our ball handling. Yeah. Uh, our ball handling, Andy Garcia. And by yep. the way, still, he's just phenomenal with a basketball right now. He's in his mid-20s, I guess. And he's in, he's still in Laredo, Texas. And he's training. He's never stopped training other kids. Really? So wow. He's got, he's got a training business. Okay. 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 And he's just magic with a ball. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember so him. The thing is, the great story behind that is I had one DVD out shooting, you know. Now, right. I'm still coaching at the time. And in the summer, I have this guy from Laredo. It was Andy's dad, Andy Garcia. And he's, right. hey, hey, could you, you know, could I convince you to come out here and train my son for a few days, you know, maybe a week? And, well, if the price is right, I will, right? right? So, right. this kind of neat. I get to cross the Mississippi River and right. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. go to a place in right. Texas. And this is kind of neat. Kid just was a workout king. I mean, the kid could work all day on the on his game. But when I saw him handle the ball, I said, hey, I mean, the guy on the phone called my buddy and said, hey, I know what DVD number two is. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. A couple things you could do to help us out over at Coach Unplugged. First is you could go over and subscribe and like. We would really appreciate that. That really does help us a lot. 
Also, you could go over and check out teachhoops.com. You could make a commitment in your coaching. You could say, I'm going to become a better coach. I am going to sign up for six months. I'm going to sign up for a year. I'm going to join this community. Not only does it have resources, not only does it have other coaches, not only does it have a community, it has Coach Collins, who has been successful at every level. I am going to go make that commitment to become a better coach. Go over and check it out. At the time of this, there's a 14-day free trial. I'm not sure that will be the case in perpetuity, but for right now, it is. So go over and check it out. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> seventh grade, and he's just unbelievable with the ball. Right, yeah. Our, our Mr. Basketball this year, Jordan McCabe, who's going to Cincy, has been doing that since he was a little kid, and he's yeah. the same way. It's like, oh, my, it's like magic what they do with the ball. <laughs> yeah. So then it expanded from that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I got. I wound up with it in 2000. Uh, by 2008, I think we had um, seven player development, seven or eight player development DVDs, and that and when, right. that doesn't sound like much of the time. But when you do at that time, we were doing things like uh, like the one-on-one video was three and a half hours because it wasn't just me on one-on-one. I also had Chauncey Billups. I had Rick Barry on it. I had right. two birds, you know, folks like that. On. And it was a different era, too. You weren't shooting it on your phone. You, the editing was, a, you know, iMovie wasn't. It, 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 I'm just saying people think now it's like, oh, I can just shoot a video and edit. It was a different world back then editing-wise, too, and all that yeah. stuff. And technology and taping and cameras. You had to send your DVD off to be mastered and right. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but during that, um, so the transition is back in uh, 03 and 04. Uh, in that same place, Andy Garcia in Laredo, Texas, had put together a, a camp uh, where he had recruited uh, 15 just handpicked players from everywhere, a couple of European pros, about five or six uh, college players, and, and the remaining 10 or eight or nine were high school. But they were from everywhere. I had a kid from Greece and Michigan and just from all right. over. All and over. They, they all came with a pedigree. You know what right. I mean? Like they were the, the best, the best. It was a four-week camp. Yeah, by the way, Steve, never do this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I've gone to the PGC camp. I've gone to Mono's camp to watch. Oh. And I'm, I'm, I'm tired after four days, and I'm just watching. <laughs> uh, uh, we were so ambitious. I did, uh, I, I, so we lived in the same uh, motel, you know, hotel. Right. And our schedule was from nine to six five days and then half a day on Saturday. Yeah. And, and the kids went at night, they went to the local, um, like, uh, workout gym, physical gym to do, you know, to, to be trained in weights and speed, agility, quickness. And that's crazy. First of all, youth is wasted on the young. I'm telling you, I used to do that. I go from camp. I jump in my car. I go to the next camp. I jump in my car. I go to the next camp. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It just makes me tired thinking about it. Oh yeah, and but poor poor kids, man. About right. middle of the week, they got one gear. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, just about toast. But right. we did all. You know, you do all the player development stuff, uh, and then you come back from lunch. We 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 had to. We had to take like a two hour for lunch. Right. You know? We had to, and for them to recover, and then we'd come back for another four hours, and uh, and we we always finished it with clock and referees and games and right. he had uh the owner of the camp had um scheduled i'll give you an example he had scheduled the second tier olympic team 
of Mexico's Olympic team to come across the border and play us. You know? Oh, wow. So, so I'm going like, oh, okay, uh, what am I going to teach these guys? Flex? Right, you know, You're right. These are, these are all – every one of them is like a gunslinger. Like, right. Hey, they're all the best players on their team. Yeah, they're all the yeah, best players yeah, on their team. That's right. And so I'm thinking, what am I going to – and that's where the read and react was – was bird then what i saw there just made me a believer let's just put it that way. right and so so just from a historical standpoint yeah. so that that's when you came up with the idea yeah when did we get to the point where you felt confident that you actually had something that was i mean because like anything there's yeah. there's 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 the first light bulb and then there's the last light bulb <laughs> yes i didn't um, even have a name for it in 03 right okay and see, I, I was going back to coach at that, that time. Right. Yeah, you're just trying to keep the the, the, the yeah. ship moving. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what's so weird is is it was at that time that the company Better Basketball just took off. Okay. I mean, woo took off. My partner said, look, we, we got to either fish or cut bait, you know, because right. uh, you've either got to go full time if we're going to make a, make a go at this or, or we just – he can't do it by himself. And right. so, And so I said, but, man – I put together this system that, you know, I, I'm absolutely convinced. Well, anyway, so I wasn't, I was not able to take it back. The next summer, we had the same camp, whole different group of kids. And I said, okay, I got to test this again. All right. Right. Maybe, maybe it was a function of the kids, right? Right. Yeah. You don't know. You're experimenting. Yeah. yeah. Right. So this time I went in, I didn't have to discover it. Right. I went in from the beginning, right? And it's like holy cow so as soon as that four weeks was up i called every friend that on every level of basketball still coaching and said look i got something don't even have a name for it but uh and i can try and describe it but if you want it i'll show it to you but i'm pretty sure it's a game changer right. I, I think it'll give you an edge you know all that kind of stuff yep. well you know steve just think about you call you know who would you call Look, the people I call trusted me that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even coaching at the time, right? Right. And so I had um, high school, middle school, girls, boys, you know, uh, take it, uh, veteran coaches, you know. Right. You wanted to send it out to the world to see what happens, too. It's yes. like, it's your first model. You got to send it out yes. and see if the, if the light bulb works or not, too. And so first know. I gave it to them in notes. Guess right. what? They couldn't do it. No. Every time it was like, Rick, you're going to have to come and show us. I'd, I'd work with them through the summer, come work with them during their season. And, and that's when it dawned on me, okay, I, if I'm going to transfer this, I can't do it with notes and that type of thing, right. with drawings, with diagrams. I'm going to have to put this on, a, 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 you know, like a DVD or right. that type of thing. And so it was really – so for four years, Steve, for four years, those coaches convinced me – to put it out, to get it to public. Right. And, and one of them, uh, uh, he's retired now, Buster Brown. He had about the best um, uh, girls record in high school in state of Georgia, all classifications during the 90s and won a state championship. And, and, uh, and he said, uh, Rick, I don't, I don't want you to because I've got an edge now. <laughs> right. Weapon. Right. But, let's face it he said this the, you've got something that the community needs to see they need to get a hold of this right and and of course the feedback 
Now, the feedback that I was getting from these coaches was opening up, uh, was just making me see other things. Right. Okay? So that's the thing is you got to put it out there to see. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you don't see it all at one time. Right. You don't. I mean, I'm not smart enough. You can't, well, you can't see the trees through the forest sometimes. You're, you're, <laughs> right. well, you're so, I mean, I've started small businesses too. You're so like, you're so narrow. People are listening, aren't seeing this. I'm putting my hands over my eyes. You're so narrow-minded because you see one thing, but there's six yeah. other things going on that you just can't see. Yeah. Right. And you know something? This coach would teach it this way. And this coach right. would teach And another coach would call me and say, you know something? I found if I taught this first, then this, be, this became easier. I was just getting all that kind of feedback, you know? And I thought, all right, listen, uh, I had another friend that said, if you try to wait until it's perfect, you'll never ship it. Yes. Yeah. Because nothing's <laughs> ever perfect. Yes. That's right. He said, hey, ship it, get it out there. And, uh, uh, and I really am not trying to be, uh, this is not a case of false humility. I, I really sincerely believe, and I still do, you know, there, there are coaches that are just, uh, so much smarter than me on so many levels. If I could just get it out there and get it in their hands, they would see things that I didn't see. Right. And maybe we could all stand on each other, each other's shoulders and, and kind of change the paradigm. This was kind of my vision. Right. This is kind of what motivates me, motivate, motivated me then, motivates me now is the vision of, you know something, I may be able to impact the game for kids and coaches in a very positive way, maybe make the game. I had just heard Kevin Eastman say in a clinic at Coaching You Live, right in the middle of, of his time in the clinic, he stopped. You know, usually he's on the move while he's talking. Right. You, you know how he does. Yeah. And he just stopped and kind of, you know, did this looking off into the wild blue yonder. And he said, look, let, let me tell you where the game is going. The game is headed where there are no positions. You're not going to see ones and twos and threes and fours and fives. You're going to see five five players that can just play basketball. They're going to be multi-purpose, uh, multi, uh, you know, yep. uh, they can play in all positions. Right. And he said, now, I don't know how we're going to get there, but we're headed that way. Get ready. Right. And then he went on with the rest of his clinic. Of course, I'm – I'm in the stands about to blow a gasket going, I think I've got, right. Right. I've got the method to move the game to a positionless game. And by the way, now, you know, Steve, why I started that story the way I did. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, has it really, see, people ask me about my record and all this kind of stuff. And I don't really think about that stuff on a day-to-day basis. Have you literally sat and thought that you've changed this game because you have um and i'm not throwing this around i mean a hundred years from now it's like the flex it's like the triangle people are gonna in the dribble drive people are gonna talk about read and react have you thought about that yeah i have it's and and but it, it does it it's mind-boggling me. yeah it is mind-boggling yeah it has taken uh, a life of its own you know right uh, yeah and some of some of the most the funnest the one of the most fun things about this is uh, this movement is reading the stories of the coaches out there. Right. You know, they'll email me their stories and tell me what to do. And most of it coach. Now look, it's really easy for me to, to, to tell you the quantitative ones. Right. 
qualitative ones are so much fun. Oh, yeah. We make fun of you all the time, Rick. I'm telling oh, you. you. Right. Oh, That's layer 47. Layer 47. <laughs> I mean, like my assistant coach can do Nate's going to be listening to this. He can do a much better Rick than I can do. But it's like, you know, we just. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? I'm but the it's one, like, there's. I don't want to talk it's to over, It's it is over. The, the number of layers is overwhelming at times. Like we have narrowed it to like six that yes. we feel like yes. we can really do well, and then well, we add well. things to that. You know, it's like adding yeah. potatoes to the soup or carrots or something. But we, you know, we've narrowed it to about six that we think we can be pretty good at. Well, you know that 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 came from. Again, back this is six or seven years before I ever started experimenting with the read and react. Two things happened. There was a couple of things going on that that kind of ingredients that went into the soup, you know. Right. Yes. And one of them was we lost a game at we ended our season by not getting to the state tournament on a last second shot with the best player I ever coached. Best player. He averaged 28 points a game, shot 53% from the three-point line, and signed with Florida State. And the only kid in the school history to play in the Georgia All-Star game. And right. I'm thinking, I can't get to the state tournament <laughs> with this kid. Right. You know? Well, right. I'm an idiot. Well, so my assistant and I, Dan Knudsen, we were um, uh, having our last supper, so right. to speak. <laughs> Pun intended there. Right. And, uh, and I said, all right, Dan, go ahead. Tell me what I did wrong, you know. And he said, I really just got one question. In the last two minutes of the game, when it was just back and forth and, you know, people were fouling out and this and, and there's, we're trapping and nobody can run any of this stuff. Did we have the best five basketball players on the floor? And I said, well, now, Dan, we had our best one, our best two, our best three, our best four, our best five. He said, nah, that's not what I asked. Did we have our best five best? And I said, Danny, if I did that, we can't run our system. And here it came. He right. said, maybe there's something wrong with a system that doesn't allow you to put the best five players on. Light bulb. Yep. Boom. Yeah. And now he went on with other questions. But for me, it was like a thorn that got in my brain. And I remember thinking, where, where did I get this? Why do we have to have point guards and fives and posts? And why do we... Where do we even get this language from? Or what you know? Right. It just started making me question everything. Am I kind of blinded by tradition? You know? Right. Why can't we do that? Hey, when you go to play pickup, do you say, "Well, I'm picking you because we need a three, a slash"? Right. No. No, I know. And the thing is, and I'm, I've, I've ever since we started doing, it, I've been trying to think about where it started. Was it the, was it the Patino Kentucky teams? Was it? magic was it michael george i mean because you know, he had cartwright so he had a five i'm just trying to think of where the shift kind of happened because usually it happens at the nba and collegiate level before it gets down to us right and right. i and i'm, I'm just i'm just trying i really haven't been able to narrow when that because it, it, if you look at villanova you look at the teams that were in the ncaa this year it's like that's there's, yeah. there's obviously some big boys out there that are probably yeah. quote unquote fives but they can all shoot. They can all handle the ball. They can all pretty much play anywhere. Right. Yeah. What I loved about watching them is I'm, I'm, and I'm telling you, they did some really good stuff. If you, if you did not know 
the ring and react the way you and I do, Steve. Right. You might watch Villanova and go, hey, I think they're running that ring and react thing. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and you got to uh, be able to shoot the ball, though, too. You oh, oh uh, that, you know, <laughs> bad shot covers a multitude of sins, doesn't it? Does. It? it does. <laughs> and, I tell, and I tell my kids all the time, you can, you might, you, anybody can become a shooter. Not everybody can become a scorer. But shooting is just repetition. It's like lifting yeah. weights. You yeah. just got to get in and do it, you know. Um, yeah. All right, so let me we'll, – we'll, 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 we'll do this out of order. So I'm going to ask you my read and react question. All right. And, then we'll, go, and then we'll go back. All right. So um, off-season recommendations. Do you have off-season recommendations for people that run read and react? Things that you can do. <clears throat> well, you just named it. Yes, because, as you know from experience, the read and react will create shots for you. All over the floor. Yeah, layups, inside, three-pointers, two-pointers, off the – you name the type of shot. Right. And and getting good shots, good quality shots, is not the problem. It's that ability to put the ball in the hole. You know, right. That's what, Do you have a shot clock in Georgia? No. No, so we don't either. So there's times that we'll come down and it, it takes us 45 seconds to get one which is crazy. Um, hey, everybody. That's the end of part one, talking with Rick. I hope you really enjoyed that. I know I did. There's much greater details coming in the next couple of days. Um, if you're liking these things, go subscribe and like. Leave us a review. Tell us what you like. and uh, Hopefully, it's a five-star. Um, I would also ask you to go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's what allows us to bring these great podcasts to you. So have a great week. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.